Hi, I'm Dustin Perry. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Kingfisher Metals. Kingfisher was listed in uh, late March of this year. Uh, we're a BEC-focused exploration company, really strong technical team, uh, but we also have a strong uh, capital markets backing through our board and advisors, strong shareholders with uh, almost 50% institutionally owned. Uh, we're focused on our three 100% owned BC projects. They're all district scale land packages. We're focusing on high grade styles of mineralization, uh, primarily copper and gold. Uh, our flagship asset though is our gold range project where we're spending approximately $4 million this summer completing a 5,000 meter drill program. Uh, the targets for that program were outlined during our, our initial field season last summer, but have been further refined through a really exciting IP survey uh, from which we're just getting results back. Uh, in addition to that, though, we're spending a little over another half a million dollars on our other two projects, Axdol, our copper project, and Tibbet, our second origenical project. So exciting times ahead. Uh, everybody within the team is excited. I've been on site quite a bit. I took this photo, which is my background here last week, and I'm going to head back there uh, probably when this video is released. Uh, to go look at the first drill core coming into the ground. Fantastic. Well, the video won't be that bad. You don't need to hide up in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, Dustin. Good to see you because you just IPO'd, literally just IPO'd when we spoke back in March. How's, how's uh, life in the public eye? It's busy. <laughs> it's, uh, I expected it to be busy and it was really busy actually leading up. I might actually be getting a little bit of respite because it was, it was working about a, well, 12 hours a day, seven days a week, building up to get to getting public, just getting everything, all our ducks aligned. Uh, so I've had, I've had a little bit of time to get out on the water on the weekends and, and refresh my brain a little bit. But yeah, it's busy. It's full on. Yeah, Good but, yeah I mean, people, I'm crying. I'm just looking at this. When we, we did that interview back in March, and you're obviously doing a lot of promotion around the time, you went from 45 cents up to 65 in, in pretty in pretty short order. Um, so actually, 80 cents. Oh my dear lord! Uh, obviously, it's, it's fallen back to um, 40 45 cent level. So it's it's you're getting used to that sort of rocky ride of an exploration company. Yeah, I've, at first I was glued to uh, watching level two and, and and just glued to it, and then I realized this is taking up too much of my time. If I do this, I can't do the rest of my job properly. And now it's just kind of noise. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm focused on the, on the task at hand, which is making discovery, which is the only way we're going to create shareholder value and uh, that we're doing. And the whole team is aligned that way. And it's, it's been a really productive field season so far. Yeah. I think, I think that's right. Okay. Um, you have, you have been focused on it. Um, looked at a few press releases. You've been raising money. So you'd raised, I think it was about six and a half uh, at IPO. You've just raised another, how much? 4.6? Just shy of 4.7. 4 uh, we did that okay. in, I guess that closed the, the first week of June. And the, the entirety of that financing is going into the ground this summer. Okay, fantastic. So let's, let's, let's lay this out because I think you, you spelled it out yourself is your success is dependent on making a discovery. That's the, that's the name of the game. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to get valued for. If you don't do it, then um, yeah, the market's not going to be too happy about it. So 4 million bucks, what's that going to get you? So we're spending four million at Gold Range, and at Gold Range, uh, we're doing a five thousand meter first pass maiden drill program. Uh, five thousand meters is a substantial amount of drilling for for the first program ever on a project. Uh, but we, you know, we, we we like to go big and 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 give it the proper test because if you if you just put a couple holes into it, you might not test enough targets, and it might kill a project essentially. We want to give this a really good shake. 
That being said, though, we're, we're focused within one smaller area, within a broader, larger anomaly, which uh, will have many future targets over, over, over the coming years, I would expect. But we're taking a really low-risk approach to it. And then we're also doing exploration on other projects. Sure, but, but let, let's talk about the approach because it's always interesting to me, sort of um, how the, the strategy, you know, can you know make or break a company. So you're saying, right, okay, yeah, a couple of holes you, you might miss, you might not re- recognize what you've got. So where's the confidence come from to go and say, right, four million bucks straight out of the gate, five thousand meters, let's go for it. I mean, that's pretty ballsy, right? Yeah, well, the the results we've got so far prior to this uh, field season, from because you know we've been collecting a lot of data and we've we've got an IP survey that uh, the bulk of that data has come back now. What we had going into this season, uh, it was a no brainer for us. Uh, when we acquired this project prior to doing the work last summer, it was a no brainer that it needed to be drilled, but there was no understanding of it. But just the the soil anomaly that was there was uh, indicative of there being something really substantial happening there. But what we did last summer was a lot of high quality technical work uh, in short time uh, with our, our VPX leading the charge with, uh, as I touched on before, she, she had a baby in her belly for most of that. And and uh, everything we, we put together uh, in the field and then reviewing it in 3D over the winter, everything checked out. Uh, a lot of the time in exploration, you'll, you know, the, the whole process as a geologist is you compile multiple layers of data and the more uh, layers of data that, that, you know, they overlie each other. So say soil sampling, rock sampling, mapping, geophysics, the more layers you can get to confirm your, your hypothesis, the more confidence you have. And most likely, the, the more likely you are to, to find something there. And uh, everything is checked out so far. And our IT survey was the kind of the final the clue that really bolstered our confidence. And, and that we just put out some preliminary sections of that in a presentation, which was associated with the news release the other day. I'm not sure how many people saw that yet. We'll be touching on it more as we go forward here, but those results from the IP survey are, are very substantial and uh, really impressive. All our advisors we talked with, uh, so we spoke with Charlie Gregg earlier in the week. He was really impressed with the IP survey. The, it's indicative of there being a big system there, and it checks out exactly with what we had mapped. So uh, I'm really happy. <laughs> okay, but, but, but tell, okay, most people have come on here and they, they talk about drill holes. You're, you're you've kind of been, I mean, you're just sort of starting out. You've been doing, you know, rock sampling and, and um, looking at fines, and you know, it's all kind of that very early grunt work stage of you know walking the property and so forth. So what? What's an IP do for you? What, what are you looking at? What's it, how, do you, how do you know? Um, wh- where's the confidence come from there? So IP is a, is a ground-based geophysical survey that shoots electricity into the ground. And then you have a receiver, which receives a signal. And uh, the, the properties of the rock will give off a different signal. Um, sulfides, uh, metallic uh, metals or minerals, uh, they give off a chargeable response. They, they they get excited by electricity. And what they do is, so within our anomaly, we're not actually seeing any rock that has sulfides in it that doesn't have gold. That's not to say it couldn't be there, but with where, where we're drilling, uh, we don't see any anything that would give a false positive response. Often you do get false positive responses and people go drill a duster through a, through a big IP anomaly. But where, what we've seen is everything lines up with the map mineralization on surface. 
and there's nothing there. All the sulfide we see at surface are gold-bearing veins or, or different styles of mineralization that have sulfide in it. And we see this projection uh, into the mountain uh, that really confirms that belief and actually looks better than what we see at surface. So yeah, we're, we're really excited with these results and, and it stretches over the entirety of where we're going to be drilling this year. Okay, so what are you going for first? Because we, we talked, you know, and I will direct people to the link below to look at the previous interview where we talk about, you know, the, the team, the experience, track record, um, business plan strategy and all of that. So do you go and look at the link below for that. Today, you, I want to talk about, you've talked previously to me about, okay, we're, it's Orogenic uh, Gold System and also VMS System. You get four million bucks, which I know for early stage exploration companies, it sounds like a lot, but You've got to do a lot with that to be able to get the market excited, to be able to go and raise the next batch of money at a higher valuation. So how, what, what are you focusing on and what exactly are you doing with regards to the drilling? So the drilling, so the cloud drifter trend is our main uh, more de-risk advanced target on the Gold Range project. And we're putting 4,000, sorry, 5,000 meters into that. But it's within the cloud drifter zone, which is a portion of the cloud drifter trend. And that's where we have our highest degree of confidence due to all the different data layers, you know, soil samples up to 22 grams per ton, rock samples up to almost 129 grams per ton, um, some backpack drilling, some trenching that confirm mineralization over, over widths within the background material as well. So that's where we're focused. Uh, that's not to say that the rest of the cloud drifter trend isn't equally as perspective. We just don't have the same level of confidence in it. And this being the first program, we need to ensure that we hit mineralization to justify future programs where we could, you know, bring in a second drill and, and actually test the whole area. So it's it's we are taking a really conservative approach. You know, it might look like, oh, you're spending four million dollars on the first program. We can easily justify that based on what we're seeing on the ground, but we're still taking a conservative approach within that framework. And we're also doing a lot of uh, regional work across the project. So we've collected over, I think we're at about 1500 soil samples now on regional targets. And uh, we've got an XRF, which allows for instantaneous results, uh, not for gold, but for all the pathfinders. And, and we're doing that across the project area, working up all these other targets. So what we're trying to build here is a pipeline of results on this project and having something to fall back on if this doesn't go according to plan. But we do have a high degree of confidence with this. You know, we're, we've got drill pads set up right above map zones of mineralization. So we're, we are confident we will hit veins in drilling. It's just a matter of how it's going to hold up in a, in a longer drill hole than it did in a backpack drill hole. It's kind of, it's kind of really interesting times, isn't it? Because you, when you're just starting out, you've, you've got to be right more often than you're wrong. Whereas if you've been at it for a while, you, you people forgive you the old duster or two. So how, how do you, map out that certainty with with some with increasing certainty what you go for first because you kind of need headlines you need good headlines and you need good drill data to actually you know do the proper geo work and do that in the in, in the in the right way but sometimes people do things the right way and it just doesn't get the market excited so what is the fallback plan if if, if you don't hit what you expect to hit well, one of, that's one of the reasons why we are focused within one part of, of this anomaly and one part of this project. We do have other project or other uh, targets within the anomaly uh, within the project. For example, the, the day trip zone is a zone we found last year and we have completed IP over it so far. Uh, we did permit it for drilling this year, but we, uh, 
we're not going to drill it despite the fact that things are looking really promising there we, we're just taking that you know reduced risk approach as much as possible here and only going with the highest degree of confidence and we're not drilling massive step outs you know we're going to cover an area of about 600 meters strike length versus the three kilometers of the trench so um there are fallback options within gold range which is why we're doing this regional work it's a big land package 367 square kilometers and a lot of it is unexplored and we're having success so far with the, the indicators on, on on our regional program but the the key idea for this program was you know get the meters in the ground to to see if, if there is a system there which we we're very confident there is but also have a bunch of contingencies so we could regroup and, and come back at it and then in addition to that we are also advancing our extol project which will be permitted for next year we're doing gravity geophysical surveys which is as i talked about you need all these different layers to check out that's the final layer we need for uh, for our most exciting drill targets there and then at tibbert we're doing the early stage work to, to narrow us in for focus surveys like what we did last year at, at gold range so there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts here a lot of wheels in motion but everything is going according to plan so far and uh, we've, we've got a really solid technical team with quite a few people on board permanently on full-time. So we are able to handle this and uh, everybody's just really, <laughs> they're all great projects. Yeah, and you said you're, you're heading back out yourself yeah, and you've been a few times already. I mean, how many times have you been up there? So I've been three times so far. Okay. I, I've just been going uh, Monday to Friday. I can get there, I can leave early on a Monday, get there in the afternoon and then and come back on a Friday or, or maybe on a Saturday. And I've done that three times so far, and I will be going back again on Monday. And then uh, I'll do another trip a few weeks later, then have a bit of a break in August to, to kind of get back to this type of stuff. <laughs> and then uh, go again at the end of August, uh, and, that, and that will probably be it. But we do have, uh, we, we've set up everything really well with the clouds so that we can get real-time data from our field crew. So we get daily updates with, uh, all the data that's, that's been collected that day, all the new results from the XRF, and we'll be getting core photos, logs, we can view it instantaneously. So we can do a lot from the office while taking calls and doing everything else that that needs to be done to keep this company going. Perfect, and so obviously with this new uh, money that's come in, you're sitting on how much cash today? We're around 9 million. Okay, so you, 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 you give for money. Um, and, and the drill season is from when till when? So the drill, uh, just got put on site over the last couple of days. They're drilling right now. And uh, so this is the, the July 8th, just <laughs> for whenever this video goes out, July 8th, they're, they're definitely drilling. And uh, I think it will be around 60 days, uh, given the, the 5,000 meters. We are in a position to increase that program if we want to, because you could drill until the end of October. Um, I'm not putting any guarantees on that. And uh, if we don't, extend the program, that doesn't mean that results aren't looking good. There's a lot of variables here. Uh, we need to be able to understand what we're drilling before I add more meters because it's, it, I don't, I don't, I'm not in the business of wasting expiration dollars. Uh, a lot of people will just expand a program, you know, by an order of magnitude off some initial visual results, but not necessarily understand the structure. And then you end up wasting a bunch of meters, which isn't a good idea in the long term. So, uh, if we understand the system well and things are looking good, uh, we will we, we will expand it and we have the ability to, we have enough cash. But uh, 
otherwise will be done sometime in September. Okay, fine. And the, I guess, assays will flow. I mean, are there any delays? Because I think some people have been writing in going, you know, have wildfires had any material impact on your timeline or schedule or any other uh, events like that slowed you down? Is COVID slowing you, slowing things down in, in the region? So COVID, definitely not. Uh, there, it was a bit hectic at the beginning of the season. Uh, we had some some subcontractors coming in from other larger mining sites where they had some pretty big outbreaks, and we really uh, we ramped up our our protocol. You know, rapid testing on site before you get on site, and then four days after, uh, two people per tent where there might be normally four. So we had to build a bigger camp. A lot of these things, and then you know, and then a few weeks later, oh, we're all vaccinated. We can go back to normal. It's like, oh, well, we've already done everything, so we're going to continue it. Um, Wildfires, it's definitely on my mind. Uh, we have not been affected yet. It is affecting uh, the helicopter situation. So that is a potential risk. Uh, we're doing our best to manage it, uh, but ultimately that that could be the one thing that's out of our control. Um, so everybody's hoping for rain here, but that also puts everybody in BC in the same boat. So it, uh, you know, if, if if, we, if the apocalypse comes, then every, all the helicopters get pulled off every site right. and the bush gets shut down. Okay. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, the, the BC Fire Service is a really, really strong group and they are doing a good job so far. But uh, that is a potential risk. Okay, so it doesn't just, I mean, this is a quick call to say, right, you're about to start drilling or you just started drilling, which is, which is great news. So it's a heads up on that front. Um, and when can people start to, ex or when can people expect to start seeing uh, results from you? Yeah, so on, on assay results, uh, I just spoke with the lab uh, this week and they said right now the turnaround time is 21 days. So say it's maybe a month from shipping it, given you got to ship it down there. Um, I presume that will, will change a little bit as everybody starts sending their samples into the lab, but I think it will be better than last year. Uh, based on our chats over the winter, They've added uh, night shift and weekend shift, which I assumed would have been standard before. <laughs> you know, we drill on night shift, but um, it, it does seem like it, it will be a little better in that regards. Uh, and I don't think wildfires would would affect that portion of a program. Okay. So uh, I think the first results would be in uh, likely sometime in August, late August, perhaps. And we will try to rush samples if possible, too, because, you know, this is the business of having results and having news. So the sooner we can get news out, the better. Okay, brilliant. Well, look, um, look th thanks for the heads up. Uh, stay in touch. I'm, I want to see how you get on with that drilling. Exciting times. You're excited. We're excited. So um, look forward to speaking to you soon. Sounds good. Look forward to it as well.